Good morning, Hippionians. And today we're going to talk about how to quiet the inner voice that many of us, everyone actually, at some point in time, it may, you know, some people may have it more frequently than others. Some people may have it only once in a while. Um, but I want to talk about how to quiet that inner voice when it's negative, critic, uh, critical type talk that we do, self-deprecating, just nothing that will serve us any purpose other than to uh, really bash ourselves. And I want you, I want myself included, to um, not get into that framework of constantly um, always saying negative things about oneself Uh, because there are a lot of great qualities that exist in every person and we just have to figure out how to stop all the negative self-deprecating talk. So my message is kind of coming in two parts one is from my 60 days of prayer and i will give you a bible verse and then the other one is coming from npr.org which was a um, blog that was written back in september of 2019 by l carol ritchie so we'll start with the um in the 60 days of prayer first. And the verse that I'm going to read is Psalms 37 verse 7 in the New International Version. It says, quiet your inner voice. Be still before the Lord and wait patiently for him. Focus on this verse and the true meaning of quieting your inner voice to make room for God's presence. Release your worries and be filled with his love and hope. Sit in stillness and let your heart and mind seek him. Heavenly Father, help me to remember that inner peace is just a prayer away. And then from this article that was written by L. Carol Ritchie back in September, 2019 it talks about how to know that the voice that you're hearing is right obviously if it's negative stuff it's not right it's positive stuff it's right um you can't let or you can't you heard that saying don't sweat the small stuff well this is one of those cases where you don't sweat the small stuff For instance, if you send a text to someone and they don't text you back and you immediately go to, oh gosh, they must think what I said was crazy or they think I'm crazy or they don't like me. And then you tend to worry about that all throughout the day. That person may just not have had their phone on them. And I know that's going to sound really crazy to a lot of people. I'm one of those people that do not carry a phone on me all day. Now, I will have it in the bed, but I don't ever keep my volume up either. So if that text was coming to me and the person didn't get a response, I hope that they wouldn't think that, but they might because 
it's like, oh, I text you at nine o'clock and now I, it's nine o'clock in the evening and I haven't heard back. But honestly, sometimes people just don't keep their phone on them, but some people do. And maybe there's other reasons why they haven't responded. But that was just an example that they gave to in this um, blog post of how we immediately always think the worst rather than thinking that maybe there's just other reasons for them not responding right away. That critical voice in your head can also prompt you to adopt a persona to fit into social situations. And this was by um, a psychologist, Stephen Hayes, and a professor at University of Nevada. He said, it's that problem-solving voice that says you will belong if you are special and you will be a cast-out if you're not. Um, so you have to ask yourself, you step back and become a little distance, evaluating, listening to that inner chatter. Am I doing this right? And again, this can be with so many things. It can be with, like we said, the, the text message, sending an email and somebody not responding. And you're just like, oh my gosh, maybe I shouldn't have sent the email. Maybe I should have called. No, you did what was exactly what you were supposed to do and you went with that first thing and you had thought about it and that was what you were supposed to do. It's just that we get so caught up in our own thought processes and begin to put our worry on other people and thinking that they're thinking the same thing we're thinking and it's not the case. For some people, these negative thoughts become debilitating and require professional attention. For the vast majority, those simple tools can help defang the inner dictator and stop it from holding you back when you want to connect with others. So they listed six ways that you can help quiet or calm the inner chatter that's going on. One, they said, is to label the voice. The voice does not define you. In fact, identity identify it as an independent entity and Give it a name, call it your unreliable narrator, your negative Nelly, your worry blob. I've seen all kinds of labels, says Bonnar. What what that does is separates it from yourself. So that's interesting. I never thought about that, calling it my worry Nelly or my negative Nelly, or whatever you, you make up in your mind. When you start hearing the negative things, find a name for it. And I know this is probably going to sound crazy, but even say, you know, negative Nelly, I'm not listening. Nope. I know this isn't true. Um, the, this particular person says his uh, is named George. Um, thank George. I say, thanks, George, for the advice. I've got this covered. Uh, That's cute. Okay. Um, Number two, set negative thoughts to music. Distill your inner negative message down to a phrase or two. It may help to take a few moments to observe and jot down your most recurrent thoughts. Once you've identified them, take the thoughts, such as, I'm not good enough, they're never going to like me, etc., and set them to music. This is what the Hayes suggests. He recommends an app called Songfy Songfy by Smule, S-M-U-L-E, or just sing it to the tune of Happy Birthday. Besides making you laugh, the effect will be put 
will be to put those thoughts in perspective. Okay, so let's try it out. Um, we're going to use the happy birthday song, and we're going to take the thoughts of I'm not good enough. Uh, I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. No, I don't think I like that. <laughs> um, and I'm going to tell you the reason why I don't think I like it. Because I'm singing this, and I'm trying to, first of all, remember how happy birthday goes when I'm trying to sing something that's not the happy birthday song. But regardless, the point is, is I'm saying this over and over, and I'm repeating a negative connotation or negative thoughts, and I'm singing it now. So now I'm going to get this caught up in my head, and I probably will find myself saying, I'm not good enough, uh, and I'm not, I don't like that. So, you know, to each is his own. And maybe this works really well for this haze um, person, but you know what? On that one, I I'm not approval. I don't approve of that one, so I'm not going to do that one. But nonetheless, it's in the writing, so I am sharing what's here. Number three, say those thoughts out loud in the voice of your least favorite politician. Again, not sure I like that. <laughs> Number four, trust that the thought will pass. That I do believe. Um, I think that when, I think you have to acknowledge what makes you uncomfortable because if you push it down and you just try to sit on it, I think that that's when it becomes bigger and it becomes worse. So acknowledge how you feel, but also acknowledge that that's not a rational feeling. Um, and we can't possibly be in people's heads we don't know what they think yes there is this thing called gut instinct um but for the most part if it's a stranger if you're sending an email to your boss if you're you know if it's something on that nature honestly i really feel like we have to just acknowledge that okay the thought popped up but that's not a, a real thought and i i don't know what this person is actually thinking so let it go. Number five, slow your breathing to calm your thoughts. Breathing techniques do work sometimes, um, as long as you have not already kind of got yourself into a panic. Even when you're in a panic mode, um, breathing does work, but you have to have somebody there that's really talking you down from it. So um, do try to focus on your breathing. Try to find things that that calm you, whether that's watching, you know, butterflies or whether that's watching, um, you know, uh, just nature scenes with soft, beautiful music playing in the background. You need to find something that helps you to stay calm and then try to, to, you know, let those thoughts go that you were having. It says you can't have a calm mind if your body is in hyperdrive. And that is true absolutely absolutely agree um and then remember number six remember you have a lot to give and if nothing else out of all of those six topics that i have to say is absolutely the most valid um one of all you have a lot to give you may not see it you may not believe it you may think well, I'm always thinking negative. I'm always, but once you stop always thinking the negative, you will be able to see all of the positive things that you do offer 
and that you can bring to the table if you allow yourself to not let the anxiety uh, take over. And, And we all have something in us. We all have what I call a spiritual gift, a gift that was given to us by the Father. Uh, A lot of times it gets muddled and covered up because we let outside forces kind of overshadow that beautiful thing that we are really good at doing. And so I would challenge you this week, today, look a little bit deeper into that aspect of yourself and only you will be able to know what that is you've probably heard people tell it to you before and say wonderful things about that particular characteristic that you show um but we all have something really good to give we just have to stop listening to all of the negative chatter that goes on and believe that we really do have um, something very, very valuable within us that others would love to to experience and have a part of or be a part of. So that is the message today. Let's learn how to calm how to calm our um, our negative, critical voice that constantly wants to pop up. You know, let's learn how to know that we can quiet our inner voice with prayer, with meditation, with breathing techniques, with um, not always jumping to the worst case scenario about ourselves or feeling so down on ourselves, but looking at all of the positive things and knowing who we are as individuals. So God bless you. Have a wonderful rest of your day and you are enough just as you are and we're going to be okay.